Hello and welcome to Talkative Reviews podcast where every week we tell you the five good things about a new film. Today we're going to be talking about Sahab PV or Gangster Part 3. Joining me are Vasundhra and Kanika. Girls say hi. 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 2011 and then 2013. it was 2013. and now we have it back again in 2018 but the fact that all of us were curious about it despite the fact that it doesn't have stars doesn't have action hijinks or it's not a comedy film tells you that this franchise has built its own following which is quite an achievement yeah, you know when we went yesterday i mean i was surprised to see that pretty much all of the media and more was present they were all curious about it and the auditorium was pretty much packed You know the anticipation is pretty high on it which is always a good sign when a new film is coming out. What is also interesting for me was that it has royalty at the center of it. Now I am a big royalty junkie. <laughs> I love to, you know, look at their photos, follow their lives and you know what not and I love watching shows based on them like Royals and there's Crown and all of that. Unfortunately, we don't have too much of that in the Indian scenario. Whatever sort of films that we've had are historicals, so they're not that contemporary. I yeah. think Bachao was the last one that we had, which was somewhat connected to royalty, and that was set in seventy-five. So this, a film about royalty in present times in a democracy, is truly fascinating because this is not England, yeah. where monarchy is sort of uh, institutionalized in some way. even if it's ceremonious so what do these aristocrats and royals with their fancy palaces no power and less money do in present times yeah, that yeah. to me was pretty fascinating you know you always think of gayatri devi from like you know one of the most fashionable beautiful women yeah. and all these uh, you know the glamorous lives and then suddenly cut to this really sort of dark unflattering well not unflattering really but a slightly darker unexpected side of the royalty makes for very interesting viewing as far as i'm concerned i don't know what about you girls do you enjoy this whole royalty stories raja rani ki kahaniyan yeah i actually look forward to them uh, so like in modern days we've had, hardly had any stories which had royalty as their premise so even if the i mean it was much of a backdrop actually Correct. yeah so right now like royalty as the main premise it's really fascinating to see all those things how maharajas and maharanis behave true Kanika, you are not a big fan, I know, but what did you think of it? Yeah, the trailer for one definitely didn't excite me. I found it कुछ ज़्यादा ही dramatic. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But I found myself very enthralled throughout the movie, and that is quite something, despite, like you said, not being a royalty buff. True. I, I think it was uh, fascinating because of the way the characters were etched out and full marks. And here, I need to single out the two, you know, the Raja and the Rani, which is Jimmy Shergill and Mahi Gill, you know, who play the king and the queen respectively of their little little pocket. you know and their struggles to stay in power to stay relevant and uh, these two actors have done such a fine job yeah. that uh, despite not being sort of uh, projected or touted as the stars in this film uh, they completely hold your interest like mahi she is like awesome from beginning till yeah. end because she's devious <laughs> she's manipulative she will do anything to keep the power with her yeah you know and she performs brilliantly you just can't take your eyes off her and she's a diabolical character but because she plays it so well you're constantly interested in you know what is she up to next <laughs> and uh, her husband played by jimmy shergill is equally devious 
although in a slightly more restrained way. So his was a more difficult act in that yeah. sense because um, he's just come back from jail. Mm. He has to depend on his wife to sort of get back to power and he's not liking it one bit. But regardless, he's somebody that you can't help liking. There's an affability to him. And uh, all in all, the two of them really shine and because you know they're characters from the earlier editions sometimes yeah. it can become repetitive or they can feel like okay now you can do away with these two people mm -hmm. but at no point do you feel that way about the both of them in fact you now want to watch the next one with the both of them again playing the titular roles you had something to say about Jimmy actually he is the dark horse in the story right and he doesn't even have too many scenes or dialogues to his credit yeah but despite that, he plays this menacing, calculative, indifferent king effortlessly, you know. Correct. Vasuna, I think you were quite fascinated by Mahigal too, Yeah, right? I really like Mahigal a lot because, you know, till now we had these images of royalties in India. Like, they are wearing these beautiful, expensive saris, pearl necklaces, and Maharani's are very poised. But over here, I see <laughs> a queen who is very shrewd and very calculative, who will do anything to stay in power. And, like, there is this scene where a worker brings her mithai and she stuffs it, she forcefully stuffs it into his mouth. She knows he's diabetic, but she forces him, no, eat it, eat it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think old habits die hard as they say you know uh, the royalty is used to ruling over people and that habit doesn't go away very quickly right but you know I mean we were talking about the characters and obviously there are two parts to it the performances which we just spoke about and then there's the writing yeah. you know and Sanjay Chauhan and Tigmanshu Dhulia who've co-written the film have done such a good job with the story and with the dialogues the screenplay I can sort of pick a few holes here and there but regardless nothing I mean nothing that took away my attention from the film as such. But the way that they've created this world, you know, the insecurities of the royals, yeah. what are their concerns, how do they stay relevant, who gets into politics, who gets to keep the Haveli, who sort of turns it into a heritage hotel, etc, etc. And then the one-upmanship amongst themselves, you know, and how do they sort of congregate and mm -hmm. sort of um, the hierarchy amongst them and all of those little peculiarities, I think that's brought out very well in the writing. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's that particular dialogue in which uh, Chitrangada Singh says uh, she's a keep of one of the royals and she says, she tells his brother, the, her lover's brother, that aapke purvajo ne hamare purvajo ko rakha hoga, par aap hame nahi rakh rahe. You know, and that's so powerful and telling because in today's world, I mean, loosely, uh, that's what I remember of it. But loosely translated, it basically means that in a democracy, you don't owe your existence to anyone, whether it's a royal or anyone else. And that always is the power of good writing. I don't know. What did you girls think? So, yeah, like you were talking about Chitrangada. So I also liked another dialogue uh, dialogue of hers where, you know, Deepak Tijori, he tries to assert authority over her. Mm -hmm. But she tells him, jab naam hi jai, to naam ki rakhni <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Karika, you had a completely different take on the dialogues, but it was a relevant one. So. so while the characters are layered and the story is very gripping, right. I also found a lot of scenes quite amusing, like the scene where they try and uh, stuff the queen grandmother with more tablets to take in the quest of knocking her out so that she's oblivious to what will unfold next. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the court intrigues and the palace intrigue never ends and that is what makes it so exciting. Which brings me to the director of the film, Tigmanshu Dhulia, who's also co-written the film. Um, to me, the mark of a good engaging film is when you like it despite its flaws. And for Saha Bivi or Gangster Part 3, I must confess that whatever the flaws were, they didn't uh, matter enough for me 
to sort of yeah. uh, you know distract me from the movie i quite stayed with the story uh, enjoyed the characters enjoyed its world view and can't help but wait for the next one yeah so pat on the back to the <laughs> director for that so those were the five good things from us this week if you like the podcast hit the like button subscribe to us and follow us on social media thank you